1: All right, welcome to another edition of Really Healthy. I'm Scott Mitchell.
0: And I'm Melanie Douglas. We're
1: glad that you joined us today. we got a great show for you. Melanie's actually going to show you her food journal.
0: Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. Well, there's a l- cookie we're or two do in there it. that we're going to talk about.
1: Yes, and some <laughs> other things about cooking meals. Also, um, should you work out when you're not feeling so uh, yeah, good? Yeah, if you have a cold, yeah.
0: fever, what should you do?
1: we got some good answers for that. And, of course, how's Scott doing? Well, I'm actually doing pretty darn good. And I'm really happy that you've uh, joined us today. We've got a lot to talk about. But first, let's jump right into Melanie's journal.
0: Okay, so you issued this challenge to me. Every week I'm always giving these challenges to you. So you gave one to me last week to write things down, which was really hard for me. It was really hard to just sit down and go, okay, what did I eat today? And um, I did what I said most people do. I forgot things. Like I'd think about it later and be like, oh yeah, I did have a handful of this or that. But... Let's take a look. Right, so how, uh, so for what if you do forget? So, okay. In,
1: I, I mean, do you, do you, do you just kind of quit? I mean, because I think that's the thing. People forget or it's inconsistent or should you just go, let's just start with inconsistent and work our way until we get to a happy place.
0: Here's how I use that information. The fact that you f- leave things out. Is that you eat more than you think we all we all do we right. always eat more than you think so just just know that right there. okay, so my food journal I'll read it for our listeners so I had I'm sharing a good day and a bad day but I kept <laughs> track of what I ate for a whole week okay. and I definitely learned some things about myself but here's my good day right I start in the morning I have some coffee to get going. I go do my workout afterward I have a smoothie with spinach kale man- mango and ginger. I can make that at home, but I also will run to Jamba Juice in a pinch and I will get their spinach green smoothie and it's great. Um and then I have lentil soup at my office, the lentils that we all love and eat. Um those are always at work, so that was my that was my late lunch. And then uh we went out for dinner, but we I really wanted like veggies and fresh food, so we had pho and ceviche, which was really delicious. And I only eat about 10 chips. I focused on the proteins and the veggies. I added all the bean sprouts and all the peppers to my fa. Anyway, so that's fine. So that was it. But one thing I do consistently that I learned after this week is that I typically just eat twice a day. And that's, I feel busy, but I feel like it lets me focus on a really good dinner. It's less stress. It's less money on food, less focus. And I basically, I'm kind of an intermittent faster,
1: so were you consciously aware of this, or did actually journaling bring it to your attention? Um, I kind of knew, kinda, but it yeah. was
0: very clear after looking at a week i'm like, yeah, I eat twice a day, i'm an intermittent faster. this
1: is my, my this pattern. is what I do yeah, and you talk about where you like to cook meals and have a nice a nice right. uh, sit down dinner and and that's something that I found that I really enjoyed, and I had no idea that I actually like to do this. And I found it's, um, in a way, it gives me a sense of control over food. Yeah. And I'm not in just a rush to just eat, 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 and then go. Because where I find myself getting in trouble is I'll go to the fridge, I'll go do something, I'll come back to the fridge, or even at work. and yeah. just and, and it's almost this grazing, snacking uh, thing where it's where if you have this planned sit-down moment and actually preparing it has actually helped me in, in, in right. this. And yeah. So, so I, I we're going like to go through idea. my Kay. bad day But right. the
0: other thing I took away from it Is that I cook a lot So most of that that beef Was the only thing I ate away from home We cook dinner I, It's a production for me I get excited about what I'm going to cook I spend time, I have lots of veggies We sit down and eat at the table That's one thing I do really well And very consistently So what we make is at home and fresh Anyways, here's my bad day <laughs> Saturday morning, I wake up My kids had brought home Crumble cookies. Do you know about crumble cookies? Okay, I know
1: a little bit about them, but I feel bad that I don't know everything okay. about cookies. So Hot, amazing, delicious, right? yes.
0: humongous, amazing cookies delivered to your door warm. It is a huge trend here in Utah, and everybody's asking me, What do you think? Uh, how often can I fit this into my diet? Well, anyway, my kids had brought it home Friday night. So I woke up Saturday, made my coffee, and I saw the crumble cookies. I cut it in fourths, and I ate a fourth of a cookie for breakfast with my coffee yes i did but and just so you know those cookies have about 800 calories so when you're like oh you you bad girl you ate a fourth of a cookie that's 200 calories right. like half a cookies for that you just ate a meal yeah with half a cookie so anyway um 11 a.m i ate lomo saltado, which my husband and i had made the, the night before but this is a peruvian dish with a really nice lean steak tomatoes, peppers, red onions, cilantro, we made a big batch of it and I ate it for like three days, I love it, I love it, it's so delicious, has lots of veggies cooked in, but this is one of those things like if you cook at home and you make extra, you can benefit from it for days, they typically eat it with rice and french fries, we don't do that, we just eat it plain or we actually make a sandwich out of it. Anyway, 4 p.m., oops, another, another fourth of the crumble cookie. <laughs> but I, but I, anyway, whatever. And then that night, because it was just a crazy day, I had a salad and for some reason I ate half a tortilla, which is so weird, but whatever. But what I want to share is this whole crumble cookie thing because my kids are like, how often can I do this, right? right? How often can you have a treat? Can treats fit in your diet? And so when my kids brought that home, my first thought was I can't have that. I'm the mom, I'm too old, my metabolism's too slow, I can't have that. But I really think we need to flip it to say, I can have this much. Like put it in a healthy perspective. Instead of telling yourself you can't have it, because that makes you only really want it more, you say, oh, I can have that. I can have a fourth at a time, or a fourth today, and a fourth tonight, or tomorrow, and I can break it up. And so that's kind of what I was telling my kids. Like, I'm fine if you do this, but you have to know that if you eat the whole thing, you just ate dinner. Um, or tell yourself you can cut it into fourths, which is basically four cookies, and break it up over a few days.
1: See, where where I was with, with treats and sweet things is, well, everyone else had it. Whether it was the birthday cake or yeah. whatever. You know, someone brought a treat like this home, and you, you mentioned, well, I can't have it. Yeah. And I'm like, well... I can't have it, but it's not because I'm the mom. Yeah, it's because something's wrong with me, and so that's the way I viewed not having something. Yeah, and it actually plays in, into your psyche where you go, "Gosh, I feel like
0: What's an abnormal
1: right person," or "What's wrong with me?" And so you you start to say, "Well, you want to? Uh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm going to have not only one, I'm going to have all of them, and I'm going to have them all all right now." And that that's my personality. So kind of. Having a happy medium, or something, or a bite, or a, just a taste of it, uh, is is, is a, a good solution. And and the reality is, is where I am right now. When it comes home, I go, I don't, I don't even really want it. Yeah. And I don't want it because I choose not to want it. And it's a different mindset. It's not like you're not allowed to have it. I actually choose not to have it and i actually i don't miss it
0: yeah well and what you're you're on a really specific program and you think like you're building a new house a new right. framework right and once you've got this new framework and you kind of reset you can work those treats in later
1: absolutely yeah Are right, we gonna take a break when we come back is working out when you're you have a cold is that is that a good thing
0: yeah and are frozen meals okay
1: Ooh, good question all right we'll be back all right welcome back to really healthy scott mitchell melanie douglas here in that first segment we talked a little bit about treats and yes. and of course we live in utah and a lot of people are not consumers of alcohol in utah but they are major consumers of all kinds of sweets and it, like whether it's frozen yogurt or or ice cream and and i know i i've certainly been that type of person before and so The sweet challenge is something that's really difficult sometimes to handle.
0: But it gets easier with time. I I promise when you start eating less sugar and you cut out the treats or slowly decrease the portion sizes, it gets easier.
1: No, I I agree with that because that's what's happened. I I really, I don't, I, doing what I'm doing with the keto, I really, I have not missed it. I don't miss it. Good. Okay, so we had this article. uh, It was in Women's Health magazine and it's kind of asked the question what if uh i have a cold or i feel under the weather is it okay to work out
0: yeah and there's one simple rule and it's any symptoms above the neck uh, it's okay to do a workout anything below chest cold congestion all that stuff probably should take a day off and let your body fight the infection
1: so my son who has strep throat he he, kind of he went and worked out, and he just was. It it just really wiped him out, and and so they're like, you know, kind of stay away. Part of it too is you get other people sick. But I I I actually experienced this very thing this morning, uh-huh. and, and and I'm glad we brought this up because I I went and worked out, and I was like, oh. I'm not feeling it today, and I just felt kind of. It was hard to get going. I was a little bit. I just was kind of. I'm just breathing hard, and I'm like, I wonder if I'm coming down with something, because I was a little bit paranoid about yeah. my son. And my experience with this, where it's that day where you don't really want to work out. You're just not feeling it. I know it's a little bit different than talking about a cold and, right. and what have you, but but there's just sometimes your body's not feeling right. or And so it's it's when do I push it, when do I back off kind of thing. And my experience has been, for whatever reason... I always feel so much better when I push through those really hard days and those days where you go, oh, it's just, it's.
0: I did not know you were going to say that, and I'm so happy you did. Really? Yeah, no. Yeah. I could, yeah. And, and
1: I was thinking about it this morning, cause, and, and I actually remembered what my experience was like, that it's always in those moments, and, and it's, I want to say it's almost been 100%, where I just didn't want to be there, I just didn't want to work out, and I actually went, I'm like, oh, I really got something out of this and i really feel a lot better and sometimes it actually makes you feel even so much better the next day it's like when you have that yeah. that rough day the next day is like oh it's it's really it's almost like it's your body's kind of preparing itself to propel itself right forward
0: well the other thing they mentioned in the article is that if you i mean if you have a fever i would not work out too so if yeah. if, if there's a fever but um is in general, you should work at a lighter intensity and maybe take it a little bit shorter. If you're not feeling good, it's not a good day to push yourself. Your body's already fighting another infection or doing is busy, your body's basically busy. So kind of give it a break. But it's really interesting that you said that because I really wasn't sure um, if you were gonna say, I just left and <laughs> I felt so much better that I went home and went back to bed or if I was gonna work out. But I would say that I've had those moments too where I'm just working out and I'm hating it. It's not feeling good. And I, do, I don't want to have negative associations or feelings with exercise. So I've had days where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do some yoga or I'm going to lay down on this floor mat and I'm just going to breathe. And I'm going to stretch and I'm just going to, you know, give my body some space and I've felt better when I've done that because I just didn't want to have like this negative experience with exercise if I wasn't feeling it. So it could go either way. Yeah.
1: And th- it even mentions this in this article that there's, you know, backing off or doing things maybe not as the same intensity or, uh, you know, like on a spin bike, you just, you know, just kind of a nice, or whatever it is, yeah. or, or like what you said, just getting on the yoga mat. So, so I really like that. All right. We have a uh, viewer question here. And it says also, is there any frozen foods you consider healthy
0: frozen meals this Sorry, is my, frozen which meal. I just want to point yes. out because I I feel like when you say frozen meals you're talking about Swanson or yes all, hungry all of man the, dinners. yeah yes. hungry man dinners yes so I, I always joke that I'm a liberal dietitian because I think most people probably don't like frozen meals because they're processed but I actually stock link cuisine in my freezer at all times there are some some that I prefer but I keep them for my kids because I would much rather my kids come home and eat a lean cuisine that there are some that have like broccoli and sugar snap peas mixed in or carrots i'd much rather them eat that than stop at the drive-thru on their way home and eat a 1500 calorie meal
1: or go into the pantry and just like devour all the like eat carbohydrates and crackers and
0: all that stuff so i think frozen (laughs) meals are a great backup plan or something that if you don't have time for a healthy meal or snack it's Something that's really easy to throw in the microwave, but I stick to Lean Cuisine or Healthy Choice or Smart Ones, the Weight Watchers, because typically those are smaller portions, lower sodium.
1: So are there things on the label that you can look for to kind of determine what's, is is it just, you know, I know there's, we've talked about preservatives and all of these things that they put into certain foods. Uh, but Pretty pictures.
0: Look for pretty pictures, pretty and pi- pictures? I, I mean, like it's, some of them have like you can see there are vegetables mixed okay. in. So you want to see like the color of the veggies. You don't want to see like mashed potatoes in a roll and then this dirty brown steak. I mean, you know what I mean. Look for veggies. But um, I typically try to look for under five, six, seven hundred milligrams of sodium, which is a lot. But processed but food that, has a okay. lot of sodium. Yeah. Um, and I like them to be around 300 calories or so.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have a challenge this week.
0: Yeah. I know, and it's a good thing. No one's bringing home crumble cookies this week. If they (laughs) do, they're they're going to be in big trouble. (laughs) Um, But skip the treats this week. And here's the thing, though.
1: I'm going to rock this challenge. You're going to rock it, right? I'm all over this one. Tell
0: yourself you're going a week without it, and just because you can do it, and just to know, to experience that it does get easier. The first couple days are kind of hard if you're addicted to sugar, but it does get easier, and you need to experience that. And um, you can eat treats in the future, but we all just need... Fewer treats.
1: So, prove to yourself you can actually do it. Yes. And we're going to see that that happens. Awesome. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about my journey uh, and what's happening this week. I can't wait to hear. Yes. And I think it's going to be a very interesting. um,
0: I know. I learn a lot from you every week about what you're experiencing and how it feels for you. So.
1: Yeah. And so we appreciate you uh, joining us, and also, you know, I, I really look forward each week of actually sharing what's going on so when we come back we're going to take a look at my life and i know we're excited about because i am all right you're listening to really healthy we'll be back in a bit Welcome back to Really Healthy. Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas here. It's our final segment of the day. It's the check-in with Scott segment, and uh, we should I guess recap it's about what me. you've been doing. Okay. Uh, so I have been. Well, we've been on this experiment to kind of find out and get through maybe some of the myths or the the stereotypes of certain diets. We we started with intermittent fasting and. The perception of that, I think, was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to starve myself. You know, I can't, I can't eat. It was actually wonderful. I really enjoyed it. And then we started keto about six weeks ago. So a I, I, uh, high protein, low carbohydrate, um, high, fat. high fat, but the Mediterranean keto. So the fats come predominantly from uh, plant-based flats like seeds and avocados. And uh, so um, <clears throat> which has been wonderful. You've been and,
0: doing and, really good.
1: Yes, and I think the perception of keto is like not sustainable and it's like you get carb deprived and you're like having these nightmares about wanting to eat an entire pizza or a whole loaf of bread and and you feel and, and that's not been the case and I, I think one of the things that's really helped me with it is is mixing up and, and finding different types of acceptable carbs and carb levels. And I've been super conscious about the carbon take So, mm-hmm. uh, finding things like raspberries and blackberries and strawberries and blueberries, and just kind of a, a little bit of a balance. And in yeah. some regards for me, that kind of, it takes away some of the sweet, yeah the craving for sweet. And it's not a, it's not a really sweet fruit like a, a mango or, or maybe even an orange, you mm-hmm. know, but it's kind of enough. Um, berries are awesome yeah and so I've really kind of finding that out and and then certain other other vegetables I've really fallen in love with cauliflower rice and Mm -hmm. and and it's a frozen it's not a meal but I get it in the frozen variety and so that's worked really well and so I've I found that I'm I'm not because a lot of it's kind of in your brain and and the psychological aspect of you know not feeling different not feeling deprived And you actually feel somewhat like almost uh, you feel like you're winning against this or you you have control over it where it's not it's not consuming you. And and you because that's one of the biggest challenges for me is feeling like I'm left out or or you get these like major, major cravings. And like none of that has actually gone on. In fact, you you mentioned earlier about your eating plan Mm -hmm. and mine is very similar. It, it, it really, I'm really kind of at two meals a day, and that one is right around that 11 o'clock, and then because I work at night, I'm, I do a radio show at night, that I'm, I'm actually having that dinner uh, later in the evening. But the thing that really jumped out at me this week, so, so it's been going great, right. really enjoyed keto, and they've encouraged me to go probably another, probably another six weeks, Okay. about three months.
0: Yeah. And you I like think that's that? good. Yeah, good that? I think that once you're in a zone with it and you're doing really well, that you should stick with it. This is, this is one I kind of thought we would stick with a little bit longer, but you're doing really well and I, you should just keep going.
1: So the challenge with it is, uh, and I mentioned this earlier, not on our show, but it's, I'm a professional weight loser, right? Like I, I'm like world champion. You're
0: good at this. I
1: am great at it. So I can lose a lot of weight quick and i haven't it hasn't happened this way and it's been a real slow and 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 consistent and 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 pretty steady i had i had around christmas time where and it was that transition time between intermittent fasting and keto where i and gained some yeah and, and i gained just, some weight back and i was like ooh this is and so yeah. but i but it i've just had a really consistent um weight loss and it hasn't been like super crazy by by any stretch uh, like in the past and so right. it's har- it's been a little hard to reconcile my like okay you know am i am i doing the right thing am i really cuz it's slower it's slower
0: the thing about slower that's really great too is that your habits are changing and they're becoming Permanently embedded into your life, whereas when you like when you lose weight really fast, you do like this ten day thirty day thing your habits come right back but where if you might take a year to really get down um, you're creating these habits that pretty soon you'll look back and go wow i haven't had a i haven't wanted sugar at four o'clock in the afternoon in like six months, and i don't even care anymore
1: yeah and and what where where i'm getting from this, and I totally agree is as I look for I just look for healthy things to eat mm-hmm. all, all the time. It's, and in the past, it was like, I'll just eat whatever. And not only what I eat, but like the quantities of how much I'm actually eating and those two things. So there's this this k- reprogramming of just my the choices I make and, and also in my brain. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing that really jumped out at me this week was I was surprised at how much harder this was going to be than I thought. And and a lot of it is because I've I, I know how to lose weight quickly.
0: Yeah, because you're like I've done this before. Right. I can do it.
1: And so there's been a lot of emotional, um, I don't know, baggage or things that I have be- I've become aware of, and kind of working through that. It's a, it's kind of a little bit hard to, you know, admit or 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 work through. But but I feel like I'm getting places with that. But this week, one of the big things that, that came out for me was, I'm just tired of having a belly. I'm That's just tired very of being, specific. Yeah, just tired of being fat. I'm tired of having a dad bod. Because mm-hmm. when I'm like healthy, I look good, you know, and I don't like the way I look. And I just was determined to like, no matter what, like I am not. I'm not going back. I am not um, going to eat poorly. I'm going to be healthy and I'm not going to have a belly. And I just, I just in my soul and my, just my mind and everything just said, I'm done with it.
0: You know how last week or maybe two weeks ago, we talked about goal setting and smart goals. And, you know, a lot of times people, when they set goals, they want to focus on positive and the the looking forward. And I think that what you've latched onto, like, I don't want to have a belly. I'm done. That is my motivation right there. Whatever is the most compelling thing, if it's something you're sick of and you don't want to end your life anymore, that can be your goal. That's your fuel, right, get, to get through it. So, I mean, you latch on that and let that get, keep you on track.
1: Um, good point. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, people want to know, like, since I've started keto, I'm somewhere, I've lost over 20 pounds.
0: That's awesome. So
1: somewhere over probably 24-ish pounds.
0: You kind of seem like you're shrinking every week.
1: Yeah. I kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the one place that I'm not, or I am, but it's just a little harder, is in that darn belly. It's like, it just, and it just eats me alive. But yeah. we're, we're going to make yeah, that happen. Yeah, you're getting there. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining Really Healthy. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Healthy, uh, at the Really Healthy Podcast. And also you can go to our website, Uh, reallyhealthyshow.com. Thank you so much, Alpine Plastic Surgery, for sponsoring us. And for Melanie Douglas, I'm Scott Mitchell, and we hope you have a really healthy day.
0: This program does not provide medical advice. The contents of this program are for informational purposes only. The program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never dis... This program does not provide medical advice. The contents of this program are for informational purposes only. The program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this program. Bonneville International does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned on the program. Reliance on any information provided on the program is solely at your own risk.